Nicholson. If you're new here, thank you for joining us. This is a podcast where I talk to a new horror fan every week because I hope to destigmatize what it means to be a horror movie fan. Because most of us are just regular people who like the adrenaline rush of being scared for some reason, and here we delve into those reasons. I'm stoked because this week I got to chat with Mary, aka Mary Was It Scary, who you'll recognize from multiple Plug It Up episodes as well as on other podcasts. She told me how she got into horror by checking out VHS tapes at the library watching horror movies with her parents and what that was like and we talked about what it's like to watch horror movies as sensitive people and how it probably helps us she also told me why she's a saw franchise apologist and defended her love of early 2000s horror movies one last thing before we get into this episode if you love the show and haven't left us a review on itunes yet i'd be so grateful if you could take a second to rate and review it on apple Podcasts or spotify and subscribe to our feed wherever you listen to us Thank you to everyone who's already left us a review. It's so appreciated as it really helps people to find us. I think I've rambled enough, so let's get into this episode with Mary Was It Scary? Hey Mary, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited that we finally worked out a time to chat. Um, do you want to start by telling everyone a little bit about yourself? Sure. So uh, I I live in the Pittsburgh area, and I have been a horror fan for quite a long time. And uh, yeah, I, I'm on Caitlin's, our friend Caitlin's podcast uh, quite often, plug it up. And uh, yeah, I think we all kind of got to know each other through the bloody good horror community. So, so thanks to to those guys for kind of bringing us together and, uh, yeah. Awesome. So first things first, what's your favorite scary movie? That's, that's such a hard question to, <laughs> to answer. Uh, I, I love so many, but I guess Poltergeist is, is kind of where it started for me. So that one has a really special place in my heart. I also love Cabin in the Woods. Cause I feel like that's really like the ultimate horror movie. Um, but also the shining is like such a classic so nice those are all those are all classics i think we can say cabin in the woods is a classic now it's yeah mo- modern classic yeah yeah it's oh yeah it's <laughs> 10 years old now so yeah oh i thought it was older okay maybe 10 years doesn't make you a classic but it will be someday and it yeah. is to so many people already yeah <laughs> so how did you first fall in love with the horror genre so i fell in love with the horror genre at a very very young age i remember my mom taking me to the library with her. And while she was out browsing books, I was uh, allowed to go look at the the VHS tapes that they had that you could rent. So I would spend my time looking at, uh, I would rent Creature from the Black Lagoon on VHS and the original House on Haunted Hill, good old black and white version. I remember watching uh, The X-Files and Buffy and Angel with my family, and I always loved those Monster of the Week type episodes. Those were always my favorite. And I have a a mother who loves Stephen King very much, so, you know, grew up watching her read those books and watching those movies with her. My parents are both very much movie buffs, so... um, You know, I remember watching Poltergeist as like a family together when, you know, I was a little kid and, and Tremors. So I have like really special memories of those movies. And then as I got older, you know, watching Scream and then Final Destination and the Stephen King's It miniseries and The Lost Boys. So kind of getting into that kind of younger horror and then just evolving even more. So 
Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Scream also was it for me. But I watched, well, I watched like Are You Afraid of the Dark? I never actually got into like Buffy or The X Files for some reason. I did love Are You Afraid of the Dark? That was a good one. I mean, even that intro with like the creepy music yeah. and the clown <laughs> and everything. I mean, that <laughs> has a special place in my heart. So, why do you think that people who seem perfectly sane love the horror genre? That's such a good question. And I've spent so much time thinking about that, like over the last couple of years, especially. And it's something that really fascinates me because um, I saw an interview not too long ago where uh, the actor Jerry O'Connell, he was on mm. some kind of talk show and he was talking about how he and his wife love to rent and watch horror movies. And the uh, whoever one of the co-hosts of the show was, she was like, I hate horror movies. There's already too much ugliness in this world. And I just think it's a really common misconception by people who don't like horror movies that we indulge ourselves in this ugliness. And at least for me, it feels like very the opposite. Like I'm a really sensitive person and I have a really hard time watching the news because of that kind of stuff. Um, and, you know, because I think the world is <laughs> really depressing and there's there is so much dark stuff that goes on. But when I watch horror movies, for me, a lot of the time, it's because it's about watching someone go through like one of the worst possible scenarios that somebody can go through. And like, how is this person going to get out of this and and come out of this darkness? And and like, how are they going to beat this thing and, and come out in one piece or will they? And they, they don't always, of course, because horror can be really dark and it can be really drab. But I don't know, a lot of times, you know, it's them fighting for their lives or people fighting for each other. And I think that that can be a really beautiful thing. Um, and another thing that I was thinking about, too, is that, you know, I've, I've noticed in the horror community that a lot of us at some point, I think, really identified as like the weird kid or were bullied at some point or just didn't feel comfortable in our skin or our bodies and or just felt like the other in some way. And, you know, I think about some of the more sympathetic horror villains like Frankenstein or the creature from the Black Lagoon or Carrie or something like that, where, you know, are they really evil or are they just victims of the world? Um, and it, you know, makes me think of Guillermo del Toro when he won for uh, The Shape of Water. And he said, I believe monsters are patron saints of our blissful imperfection and they allow and embody the possibility of failing. So to me, like, I think monsters can be a really beautiful thing. And sometimes we, we identify with them. And the people that I've met in the horror community are some of the nicest and most kind and introspective and empathetic people that I've ever met. And like, I don't know if any of this actually answers your question, but I think, you know, maybe, maybe we I identify with these monsters and that's why we love the horror genre. Maybe we like to, you know, watch these, these things happen so that we can see some goodness come out of it. Um, at least those are the things that I've kind of been thinking about. I don't know if that makes any sense whatsoever, but yeah, no, that was beautifully said. Um, I've also been told that sometimes we are sane because we watch these things. So, um, I feel like that was maybe a little bit of what you were saying, um, but yeah, that was really beautiful. And I was also thinking, I'm also a very sensitive person and I've been reading this book about like how to be like empowered as an empath and, 
they're like, empaths don't like watching violent movies. And I'm like, well, I watch horror movies. Can I be both? So I'm just, I was just wondering, like, are there any other horror fans out there who are empaths or sensitive? So I think a lot of them are. And aren't you also, um, you're a vegetarian or vegan? Yeah. I think a, a lot of people in the horror community tend to be vegetarian <laughs> or vegan. They're big animal lovers. Like, I think there's, there's something there. There is some kind of connection when you meet people in the horror community. We all are very, like, for the most part. I mean, I can't speak for everybody. There are some bros in the community that are like, yeah, tits and gore. But, <laughs> but you know, a, lo- a lot of us really are super sensitive, so. Yeah. Oh, that's that's comforting to know. And I definitely agree that most of us were like, or a lot of us were like the weird kids in school. Because I definitely was. It wasn't because I was in a, into horror that I was a weird kid, but I was like into Broadway shows and nobody else was, so. Right. I don't think it's it's the horror that makes us the the weird kid. I think we were the weird kid and then we gravitated towards horror. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so you've already touched upon like the real world being a scary place. What scares you today in horror movies? So I'm always a sucker for paranormal stuff, but that's not like super real world to me because I mean, we're not <laughs> going to get into that. I don't know if I believe in that stuff, but it always creeps me out. I think that's like the fun side of horror to me where it's like, you know, it's scary, like paranormal activity kind of stuff. But um, what actually scares me, I remember being horrified of uh, cabin fever when it first came out, like any kind of sickness type stuff. I mean, when that girl started shaving her legs oh, and like her God. skin came off. <laughs> I think I actually turned it off at that point. I didn't finish oh it God. until like a couple of years ago for the first time. So, oh my goodness. Yeah. I watched that in theaters and then I didn't rewatch it again because of that scene until like a couple of years ago. So, yeah. Yeah. Anything like that just terrifies me. And of course, then we like ended up going through a pandemic. So that was like horrifying <laughs> for me. But <laughs> so, yeah, sickness is like, Ew. oh, what are your favorite pandemic horror movies? Oh, I mean, are we going into like, are we counting zombie like post-apocalyptic stuff? Or are we just talking yeah. like pure sickness or uh, zombie, zombie sickness, whatever? Well, I'm a big post-apocalyptic and zombie stuff is probably like my favorite subgenre of horror, I would say. Um, I loved the remake of Dawn of the Dead. I love Train to Busan. Um I mean, Caitlin and I just covered Contracted and that like horrified me beyond belief. <laughs> I haven't watched that one. So it's it's hard to watch because um, it's like a, I don't know if you're familiar with it at all, but it's I think I've just seen like the poster for it and it's gross. Yeah, it's a lot of body horror in that one. It's good, it's good to graphic. Know. It's <laughs> it's it's a zombie STD. So, ooh, yeah, gross. No, I think I will be skipping that. <laughs> yeah, you might want to. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen The Sadness? I haven't. I heard that that one deals with, uh, there's like some rape and stuff in that one yeah. and it's really dark. So I'm like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. 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 Um, it's, it's intense. Um, is it is it good? Like, is it worth it? I like the story is really basic. It's just about these two people who get separated in the city and then this outbreak happens and they're like trying to get to each other. And it's just about everything that they encounter okay. uh, on on their own journeys. But it, it's really just about, like, the intense violence and blood and gore and stuff. And there's a lot of sexual violence. So if that's a trigger, yeah. then, like, skip it. 
Oh, I forgot uh, 28 Days Later is like one of my absolute favorite favorites. Oh my God. I love it. I got to see that on a big screen again back in September. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So you were recently on uh, Caitlin Grant's podcast, Plug It Up, which you are on it a lot. uh, And you were talking about your favorite horror movie characters to hate. Who's like your top one? So I think I think we actually came up with the idea because we were both watching The Ruins together and uh, Jenna Malone's character in The Ruins, I, I was like, I hate her so much. Can we make a list of characters that we hate? <laughs> um, and, and we were talking about like people starting, uh, you know, these global uh pandemics and the and the end of the world and i think she just might be like the the worst character ever so um and i like jenna malone's cool uh she did a really good job of just playing a really hateable character so awesome um i've i've only seen the ruins once and i own the unrated copy because i just found it in a thrift store one day um so i don't remember her character at all i think i remember hating them all because they were just all the dumb american tourists who were like Let's go off trail, but I'll have to rewatch it to see how hateable she is. Yeah, if you if you watch it with the lens of like knowing that she is such a horrible person, you'll be like, <laughs> oh wow, yeah, yeah. Um, I watched uh Carter Smith's new movie Swallowed. He also did the ruins recently, and um, she's in that as well. And I forgot she was in the ruins because I'd only seen that once, and I was like, oh, she's from the Hunger Games. And then I looked her up, and I'm like, oh, she's also from the ruins. Okay, cool. Yeah, she's been in a lot of a lot of good movies. I mean, all the way back to like Donnie Darko. So, yeah, I've only seen that once. I do. I own that. An ex boyfriend in um, high school gave it to me for my birthday one year because I like Jake Gyllenhaal, and I've only watched it once. So it's on my that's, rewatch list. That's a dark one as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, who are your favorite horror directors? Definitely Mike Flanagan is like number one for me. Uh, I adore him as a director and a person. He's somebody that I just absolutely love. I could listen to him for hours and hours. Like if he's on a podcast, any kind of interview, I just think he's brilliant. I love his personality, but I think he just makes the most beautiful movies and and shows. I mean, he can just, he can make me cry. He can scare me. He's just like my favorite person. I also really enjoy Ty West. I've been a Ty West apologist for years. Uh, I was one of the few people who liked the innkeepers and (laughs) some of his early stuff, but now he's kind of like blowing up with, you know, X and Pearl and everything. And um, James Wan, I've liked him since Saw. So nice. Did you get to see Saw in theaters? So no, I was only uh, 14 when the first oh, one okay. came out. And I remember begging my family <laughs> to take me and no one would. Um, but luckily I was able to, they did the 10 year anniversary re-release in theaters and I did go see that and I was very happy. Oh, that's awesome. I did get to see in theaters because I'm a little older than you. And it was, it's still the only horror movie to ever give me nightmares. Really? So, yeah. Uh, body horror like that is just very intense especially it's like psychological so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um so like you said you're in pittsburgh or right outside pittsburgh yeah like five minutes outside the city (laughs) did you watch the miniseries archive 81 that was on netflix last year it takes place in pittsburgh i i watched some of it but i didn't even know what took place in pittsburgh Maybe it doesn't take place. It was filmed there. I remember looking oh, it up okay. that it was filmed there. Do you know of any other horror movies that were filmed in Pittsburgh? 
Um, a lot of them were. I mean, I, I know, uh, you know, Dawn of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead. Um, a lot of the like, you know, we're the we're the zombie <laughs> capital. We yes. have uh, at our local mall. I, I live very close to the Monroeville Mall, and oh, we cool. have um, there's like a little zombie museum in there there we have a zombie store and it's it's pretty cool after my wedding uh two years ago a bunch of my horror friends were there and we all went to the like the little zombie mall and then we went to uh like a haunted house that's that's it it's on like one of the top 10 scariest you know those those countdown things so we went to it's called um i think it's just called scare house so we like went and did that spooky stuff so Oh, that's so cool. Um, I'm actually looking to come to Pittsburgh at the end of April, the last weekend. So I had totally forgotten that there was all that, um, all those movies and zombie movies and whatnot on the Monroeville Mall there. So that's that's good to know. Yeah, hit um, me up. I'll give you some some recommendations of what. <laughs> I definitely so. will. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're married to Eli from the Wicked Wild podcast. Yes, I am. <laughs> okay. Um. So, do you remember the first horror movie that you watched together? I know that we went and saw, I think we saw Paranormal Activity, the marked ones, because that had just come out in theaters when we started dating. Um, And then we saw like another, we saw a couple like pretty bad horror movies in a <laughs> row together. We we just went on like a lot of dates um, to the movies, but I think that that was one of the first ones. Yeah, that's cool. Was it something that you bo- initially bonded over? When you met. Yes. Yeah. I was one of those people. I I know that people probably think this is kind of lame, but I'm like, horror is like the main thing that I watch. And I feel like the person that I'm with, if they don't watch horror, like, I don't know what we're going to do together. <laughs> like, I don't do anything else. Like some people, I know that they have like hobbies outside of that. I don't do anything. I just watch stuff. It's good. Good to know what you're into. <laughs> yeah, if, like if my bar if my partner doesn't watch horror, like if they're uh, they can be into other stuff, but like if they're not willing to watch horror movies, if they're like, no, I hate that, like we're not gonna work. I have been told in the last like four months, like, oh, I don't like horror movies. I can't watch that. How do you watch that? I'm like, oh well, well, that, that's your loss. And then they'll tell me they like Jurassic Park in the next sentence. So. Yeah, some people are are really weird about it. And it's like, okay, you like Jurassic Park, so you clearly can like horror stuff. But people are just, people can be really weird about it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, An article came out in 2020 that said that horror movie fans were handling lockdown better than non-horror movie fans. Why do you think that was the case? Probably because we watch so much horror. And when we watch it, we think like, this is what I would do in that scenario. I think a lot of us are like weird probably anxious people who like to prepare for stuff you know like (laughs) watching like final destination or like any any zombie movie like I'm constantly thinking when I'm in any room like what would I do if right now a bunch of zombies like if if the zombie apocalypse broke out so if anyone else is like me maybe that's why um I know for myself when quarantine happened and like when when COVID happened, I couldn't watch any of my comfort stuff. Like my comfort show for, for like years was the office and I couldn't watch it. 
like the I don't know what happened happened to my brain, but like I could only watch Mad Max Fury Road and <laughs> The Walking Dead, and I didn't I didn't get to quarantine. Like I had to keep going to work, um, and for like I could only listen to the Fury Road soundtrack on Spotify. Like I couldn't listen to my regular music my brain just wouldn't allow it. So like if anybody is a therapist and you want to like slide into my DMs and tell me why my brain did that, I would really appreciate it. Yeah, you can so. find her at Mary Was It Scary. So. Yeah, please, please do. Because I just went into like crazy post-apocalypse mode. And I, I know that um, I read a lot of people online were like, oh, I can only watch rom-coms right now because my brain is just so can't handle it. And I could only watch stuff that was like post-apocalyptic, you know, survival. Mm. I don't know. Do you have any upcoming guest spots on anyone's podcast anytime soon? Uh, I just recorded on, do you know Alyssa? Mm -hmm. Uh, I did hers is Silver Scream. She, yeah, they do like werewolf stuff. So we just reviewed Underworld. Oh, cool. I've never watched that. Yeah, I, that was my first time watching it. Oh, cool. Um, so how do you decide what horror movie to watch when you're just looking for something to watch? It really depends on my mood. I I won't just like turn on any random movie because I've been burned so many times. So I, <laughs> I need to like hear some buzz about a movie um, and, and know that it might be like decent or get a recommendation from a friend. I, I rewatch a lot of stuff just kind of like out of comfort so yeah cool um what are your top three comfort horror movies uh probably like scream insidious uh i don't know what the other one would be i have so many that you know i just kind of bounce around between just depending on my mood do you know what the best horror movie to nap to is what the 1999 the haunting I love that movie. So that is my hill to die on. I love that movie. It's not that it's so great, but I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's just like that gothic, like it's yeah. you just put on and I'm just like, mm, I'm going to wrap myself in a blankie and take a nap. <laughs> I'll t- I'll take that. It's better than somebody saying it's hot garbage. And yeah, it's fine. That to sleep too. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to try it sometime when I'm tired. I'll just put it on and then fall it's relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> um, are there any horror movies that you won't watch or that you won't watch ever again? Uh, I will never watch again. I don't know if we're counting this as a horror movie. I kind of wouldn't, but a Serbian film. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a snuff film, but it's also it's very much a horror movie in the horror community, I think. so. Yeah. So I, I kind of watched it on fast forward because I knew what I was getting myself into. And I don't know why I did that to myself. That was a horrible decision. Um. And then Megan is missing. I don't know if you've ever seen. I've or never heard of that. seen it, but I've I've heard them talk. I've heard other podcasts talk about it, so I know what it is. Yeah, it's a really horrible thing, and it's just not pleasant to experience on like any level whatsoever. Anything with just too much, um, you know, sexual assault, rape, especially like when you're not getting any payoff in the end, you know, for what you just went through. Like, unless I'm going to watch this person go back and like annihilate the person who did that to them like and i have no interest in it and it's just yeah megan is missing is just watching these two girls just endure this horrible stuff and there's no 
yeah. no payoff for it. <laughs> I don't think anyone enjoys those movies. So if you want to be completely, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's not like a yeah, that's not like a fun, disturbing or, or traumatized yeah. to me. That's not like something I want to go back and experience. Like there's you know there's fun horror that's like oh my god that was so crazy i feel so disturbed after i watched that and then there's like that kind of stuff where i just feel like i need to take like three showers after i watched it yeah um have you ever had any noteworthy experiences seeing a horror movie in theaters so would that be like just good happy or bad or either or just like fun crowd bad crowd something happened um, I've had lots of bad crowds, but I'm just going to focus on the, the good stuff. <laughs> um, I, I worked at an old movie theater that was built in the 1940s that only had one screen. So it was really cool. And I remember they would show a lot of movies um, at midnight. And I remember I was working when they were playing The Shining, so I didn't actually get to sit there and watch it. But I, I knew exactly what was happening in the film, like where we were in the movie, just based off of the sounds and the music so that was really fun yeah um but i did go see night of the living dead with my dad and we had a lot of fun um and i do remember seeing dr sleep when it came to theaters and just crying when the music started because i was so happy (laughs) um yeah just i mean i i just love going to oh i saw i I was out of work when um, Evil Dead 2013 and um, when Sinister came out. And I just, I saw both of those in a totally empty theater because I went to a matinee and I was just like in my happy place. So I have really good memories of those two. That's cool. Um, Yeah, I get freaked out when I see when I'm the only one in a theater. I don't know. I I love it. I know so many people do. And I'm just (laughs) like, there's somebody hiding in the seats and they're going to kill me. No, that, I mean, that makes sense, but I'm like, well, at least I'm in a, in a happy place. <laughs> if this is how I go, this is how I go. <laughs> yeah. What has been your favorite horror movie that you've seen so far in 2023? I know we're only two months in. Yeah, I've been kind of a bad uh, horror movie goer uh, so far this year. I think I've only seen Megan and Knock at the Cabin. Out of the two, I'd probably say Knock at the Cabin. I liked better. I was one of the few people oh, okay. who like, yeah, I, I know everybody really loved Megan. It just kind of didn't do it for me. So, Okay. Well, that's cool. Do, are you planning on watching the unrated version that just came on Peacock? Um, I mean, maybe like if, if Eli wanted to watch it or my parents wanted to watch it, I'd, I'd probably watch it with them. But I'm not going to like, you know, jump at the, the chance to watch it. <laughs> yeah. What horror movie are you most looking forward to seeing in the rest of 2023? Uh, I I am hoping that the new Scream movie is decent. I I sound like a big hater again. Um, and <laughs> I wasn't a huge fan of, of Scream 5. But, uh, you know, I'm glad that they're taking it to the city. And I'm one of those people where I'm like, all right, let's, let's move this along. Like, put one in the city, put one in space. But one with <laughs> dinosaurs do like a versus like let's just start making it weird so that one and evil dead rise and there's going to be saw x later this year so yep. i'm excited for those nice i still have to watch all the saw sequels but oh do it they're so fun mm, <laughs> i don't know if i'll feel like that but i heard that the story behind um the guy is interesting so 
where did you leave off in the I watched Saw and then I saw Spiral. That's it. Okay, yeah. Not a fan of Spiral, but I love, (laughs) like, the first Saw is, I think, brilliant. Like, I think it is so, so good. Then once you start getting on the sequels, it starts to get really, really ridiculous, but, like, so, like, popcorn, silly fun. And, I mean, they get, like, really gory and ridiculous, but if you can handle that, like, I, I, I am the biggest Saw apologist, like that whole franchise. Um, I think Spiral just kind of like went in its own weird direction. But um, yeah, I'm excited for Saw X. Yeah. Um, I like Spiral, I think, because it wasn't like Saw and it wasn't, it was like more pr- like crime, like detective. Okay. So I was like, oh, but it was still very graphic. And I was like, oh, this is hard to watch. Yeah. So, yeah. Are there any horror movies that you love that people generally don't like? Or do you have any, like, hot take horror movie opinions? Well, the Saw franchise, like, I go to bat for that all the time. And everyone's like, those movies are garbage. And I'm like, first of all, let's separate the first one because it's still so good. <laughs> um, also, The Collector. I love those movies. And I I know they're not great, but, like, I, I still love them. I really like The House of Wax movie okay. like the remake i i really like that basically all of the 2000s horror that people shit on all the time oh okay well you should meet sarah hawkinson from possessed by horror she loves all the early 2000s horror movies too okay new best friend yeah cool. i've never seen any of the collector's movies but they, i know they're there so but i heard that they're very graphic Are yeah they- yeah they're pretty gory and uh, a lot of people just kind of disregarded them as like a saw ripoff and i mean if you can handle a little bit of torture stuff mm-hmm. i think they're really fun okay good to know if you could remake one horror movie which one would it be so i've been seeing this floating around um but i'm gonna claim that i thought of it first uh i love 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 this movie but 13 ghosts mm. um I do think it would be wonderful if we could get, like, a whole backstory on all of the ghosts. Uh, I mean, there's things I love about that movie. I think the ghosts themselves are really cool. Like, the makeup that they did on those are really great. The rest of the casting, other than Matthew Lillard, is really questionable to me. Um, (laughs) Some of the plot is a little just too complicated and ridiculous. But uh, I think you could do some really cool stuff with it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'd I'd be open to a remake because I found the the original version just a little a little too silly so i don't know if that's the point and there's that really like choppy directing kind of like gives you a headache with with some of the stuff but the ghosts are so cool so my last question is if you had to spend quarantine with one horror villain who would it be so i mean i kind of want to spend it with somebody like i'm gonna get something out of it like turn me into a vampire like can i get dracula yeah okay and if if not like you know, at least somebody I can have good conversations with, like maybe Jigsaw. So, but yeah, I definitely want to be a vampire. So I guess I'll take Dracula. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Do you want to tell everyone where they can find you on the internet if they want to talk to you about early 2000s horror? <laughs> yeah. Or if you can uh, figure out why my brain did what it did during quarantine. <laughs> uh, yeah. You can find me at Mary Was It Scary on Instagram and Twitter. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I will see you around on the internet. Yeah. Thank you. That's it for this week's episode of Who's There. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Mary and thanks again to Mary for coming on. 
If you want to chat with Mary more, I'll leave links to her socials in the show notes. You can follow us on Twitter at Who's There Pod. We're on Instagram at Who's There Podcast. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, horror movie recommendations, or you'd like to be a guest, shoot us an email at Who's There PC at gmail.com. Until next time, stay scary and get boosted. <laughs>